Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Celebratory weekend, alumni weekend for Nebraska basketball. Honoring Danny Nee and his first team, his staff, his players, and, of course, that 93-94 Big A Tournament Championship team assistant. On that squad, Hall of Fame coach with Southeast, Jeff Smith with us. Coach, uh, you've had a chance already to bump into some of the the, the, the kids uh, then, but grown men now that, uh, that, that brought home that trophy from, uh, from Kemper. How are you? Great. Yeah, we, we were invited to practice today, and a lot of the alums were there, a lot of the, a lot of the guys off that 93-94 team. So it was really, really neat to see. I haven't seen Carl Hayes since, you know, he last played there and I last coached there, and Deprese Owens and um, Eric Strickland, and it was just fantastic to see those guys again and talk to them. And, uh, it, you know, you, you remember as the, as the young guys they were, but uh, – Obviously, grown men and very successful, and uh, a lot of smiles going around, a lot of handshakes. It was it was a good time. So, the priest had size like twenty one shoes. Is his feet grown? <laughs> I think they're still nine. I think they were nineteens. I think they're still nineteens. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah, he looked good. They all look good. They're just good people. And the priest is you know back back home in Cincinnati, and uh, Carl's back in Chicago, and both in good businesses and uh, family family guys and. Uh, in fact, Carl Hayes' son is coaching at Eastern Illinois, so he follows them pretty close. That's awesome. Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. You know, what What does this mean for you? What What do you think, if you could crawl into Coach Nee's mind, uh, how do you think he's feeling? And we'll get to, to the importance of tomorrow for, for Fred and company, but just overall, uh, the, the honoring of that team, being a part of that team, what do you remember about that squad? Yeah, you know, we averaged 87 a game. I was kind of going back and reminiscing and looking up some stats, and, and we were on the bubble a lot of the year. We started off um, we started off one and two. We won, We started with a road game, which was kind of odd. We played at Texas San Antonio, won that, but then Texas beat, beat us by three in Devaney Center, and we went on a road trip. I don't know why, but we went to Appalachian State, um, and they beat us. We, we played – really poor defensively, which was kind of my area. And I, I remember being pretty upset at that one, but then we run, a, we won 11 in a row. Um, again, really good offensive team. And in those, in that 11 in a row, we won at Creighton, which was always important for us in the state. Cause Danny liked recruiting Omaha. We wanted to, you know, be the number one team in the state and continue that. Uh, we beat Wichita state. We won at Michigan state that year. We won at Iowa state. Um, that was a good run. Then we then we hit a little bump and lost four in a row at Colorado in a close one. Uh, Missouri beat us here. Missouri was kind of our thorn, you know, in our side, as was Oklahoma. They beat us by three at home, and then we lost at Kansas by seven. Um, then we kind of got it going again. We won three of our last four um, at uh 
we won. Uh, we beat Kansas here. They were tenth in the country. We beat Kansas State here. We won, and then we beat Oklahoma State, and they were twenty first. Then we lost the last regular season game. We lost a really tough one at Missouri. I just rem- I remember that one vividly. The antlers were all over us the whole the whole time we were there, and during the game we lost by two points. You know, Danny and Norm were not best friends at that time at all, and they were you know bantering a little bit during that game. But that kind of put us on the bubble, so we thought we'd had we thought we had to win one or two in the tournament. Um, the that tournament was so special and such great memories. We played Oklahoma in the first round, and they had beat us 115 to 111 in overtime at their place, and then they beat us at home, and we, we just gave that one away. I think it was by three. Um, so we were ready to play, and we, but we got off to one of those starts where we just couldn't make shots, and, and they made some early ones. And I, they, they were started talking smack on the floor, and I, they, they must have said something that really got to Chubbick Piekowski. Um, <laughs> Piekowski went off on them, and we ended up winning that game 105 to 88. We just, we just went off on them after that slow start. And and that that and then we got Missouri for the third time. We'd lost two pretty good pretty good games, and we changed the way we played them. They ran that old triangle offense, mm-hmm. um, and we changed the way we defended Doug Smith in the post, and we beat him ninety eight ninety one in that game. And that that was a that was a really good win for Danny. It was a really good win for us. They were number three in the country at that time. Um, that was a big win, and that one got us in the tournament. And, and but but we wanted to win it, so Oklahoma State was twenty third, um, beat them again, and uh, and yeah, that was an unbelievable run. And, and I just I just loved the way we played um, offensively, where Danny just he, he he wanted to push the ball. He gave the guy he gave the guys freedom to shoot the ball if they were open. Um, we, we kind of taught them to take good shots within that fast play. What still what a good shot was, so we didn't just take bad shots. It was good shots, but we wanted to score, and that was the way Danny liked to play. Um, and then, of course, a couple of days later, we had to go to New York to play in that Thursday round of um, uh, against Penn, and just we just we just didn't have it back yet from that three days in the tournament. Um, we were really praying for a Friday game and something in the Midwest, but of course they sent us east and. And not making excuses, but but I I just I vividly remember walking off our practice floor Wednesday because we had to give the guys Monday off. I remember walking off the floor in in New York, and Fikowski told me just I don't have my legs yet, and I just thought, man, this is going to be a really tough one. They had two guards end up playing the NBA, and uh, Penn got us, um, which was a little disappointing. But yeah, just great memories of that year, um, and some some big big time wins in it. It's Coach Jeff Smith with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking that 1993-94 Nebraska basketball season. They win the Big 8 tourney. They head off to the NCAA tournament. And, Coach, I want to get your thoughts on the, the K4 Airwaves. Yesterday had Danny Me on with the morning hookup, and he talked about bringing in that Danny Me offense, combining it with the Moiba defense in order to, to really get this thing going at Nebraska. And 
worked early. First year was good. And then there, there was a rough stretch for a couple of seasons before this 93-94 squad. And I want to get your memories of, of this team. When did you know it could be something like this? A team that could make the NCAA tournament, a team that could potentially go win the Big A. At what point in the season did you, did you realize that? Do you remember? First of all, I knew I started Danny's third year, and we had a rough year, but I knew – the future is bright because Pajkowski and Chubbick were both redshirting. Uh, Bo Reed was recovering from an injury and didn't play. And, and our scout team was beating our starters consistently in practice. And you could just – we talked about pulling those guys out of redshirt midway through the season because they were playing so well in practice. And, but we stuck with it. Danny wanted to stick with it. But I knew, I knew at that point um, that we had a really bright future if, you know, fans and, and – of course, Coach Devaney was he was perfect for Coach Nee. They were two two peas in a pod, and he trusted Danny and liked his style and loved the way he played. So he was going to give Danny time, you know. But we knew the next year we we're going to be pretty good, and then, then we went twenty six and eight because everything kind of came together with Rich King improving and, and guys like that. And um, so you know, we knew that we knew during that ten and eighteen year. Um, that we were going to be good. It was just we just had to have patience. We had to develop those players and get them ready, and uh, and then it paid off big time. But once once we had that twenty six and eight year, that validating year, we knew we were kind of playing the right way. We were playing a, uh, we were filling Devaney Center. We were playing exciting basketball. We were trying to play as good as defense as we were playing offense. And couldn't always do it, but we were playing good enough defense to help us win. So we knew we kind of had a formula. We knew we had the talent, and, and but but it gave us so much confidence that we could win 26 games, and and that confidence just carried over from year for those four years. We just had a lot of will, a lot of confidence, and a lot of uh, team camaraderie was really good. Um, and you know, then then a couple of years later, we had Strickland and John Boone and. Terrence Badgett and those guys and uh, just brought in that extra talent, you know, and Derek Chandler came in and when, when Rich King left and just, just keep, kept adding, adding talent, you know, win, win, winning brings winning and, and breeds recruiting. So that's kind of what took place. So, yeah, it, I, knew, I knew when we were 10 and 18 and I was telling people we're going to be good and, and uh, it was pretty easy to see. Coach, how big is tomorrow – with kind of the, the, the skid Nebraska's on, you, you can't drop another one here. Northwestern's a pain in the neck to deal with. Yeah, you know, everybody's, everybody's better at home. I mean, you look at Rutgers. They're, they're just not that good on the road, but you get them at home when their fans get into it. Everybody shoots a little better at home. I hope that's the case for us tomorrow. Tomorrow's a, a really, a really strong challenge. Boo Booey is a, one of the best guards in the country and maybe would be the player of the year if it wasn't for Zach Eady, he's, he's averaging 18 a game. He's averaging five assists a game. I think he jumped up to second in their pro, uh, pro, program history for assists. So not only does he score, but he also gives it up and sees the floor well, and he also defends. He's a very complete player. I just don't want it to come down to a tie game with the, hand, with the ball in Boo Booey's hands because he's – He's special at the end of halves and quarter, or half, both halves and games, and he's he's dangerous. Um, we're going to have to really, really work defensively to contain him. The thing I do like about this matchup is their bigs. Their bigs aren't big scores. They're, they're they have a seven footer, but he's not. We seem to have a little more trouble with the quick jump, the, the fast twitch, the mm-hmm. bouncy posts, and um, I. I 
this this kid their their posts are not quite like that. They're a little slower. I think we match up to them well. So it's this is really a guard game. Their their four top scorers are guards, and they're talented guards. So this is a guard matchup game to me. Last thought here, Coach Jeff Smith, with us, assistant for Nebraska during the knee years, and of course uh, Hall of Famer with Southeast basketball. So as you look right now. Would you put Nebraska bubble? Do you think they're still in? And and I hate to to go crop projection here. A lot of basketball left, but I I, I notice and sense urgency with this team because they they've been good enough to have double digit leads and even in their losses. Yeah, I I put them bubble. I think that you know the Purdue win could weigh huge if we are on that bubble, but that's where I'd put them right now. There's just too much season left to say either way, and and. Really, we've had a, you know, obviously everybody wanted to win that Rutgers game. We put ourselves in position to do it. Um, the nine-minute drought was tough. The rebounding was tough. But I, I think we're bubble. I think we've got that's And, you know, you talked about the importance, importance of this game. Home court is huge. you got to win your home one. So I heard last week guys talking about, oh, that Rutgers game is a must game. It really wasn't a must game. It was a gettable game, but not a must game. Tomorrow at home might be a must game because I think we got to go at least 500 in the league. And, and obviously it's easier to win at home than it is on the road. I, I really think if we go 500 in the league, we got a great chance to get in. Jeff Smith with us. Coach, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy catching up with uh, players and coaches. And thanks for time with us today. You bet, guys. Thanks. Stay warm.